We're live. Come on, baby. Because we're going to get it in. We call today. Oh, dang it. It didn't change. We call today. Should every day be Sadie Hawkins Day? Should every day be Sadie Hawkins Day? Dang it. Should women choose? Don't, I don't don't fix it yet. If I'm, they don't I'm, know, I'm, I'm, no, you 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 want to explain it. Yeah. No, it's not your show. It's our show. It's our show. Ours, yours, mine, and you know what's this. yours is mine is this. mine's is mine. It's not yet ready. We're not ready. I gotta get some stuff done. Good night in the morning. You guys ready to get it in? Already? You ready to talk about it? Are you ready to talk about it? Because I'm ready to talk about it. We have talked about it this morning. Yes, we have done talked about it. We have done talked about it this morning, and we are going to talk about it with y'all. Should every day be Sadie Hawkins Day? And of course, we're going to go told you again, you're not going to be disrespectful on this show. Not going to be disrespectful. I want to explain it. When we explain it, we got to go live. Good morning, Mr. Brown. How you doing, sir? What you talking about, family? What you talking? What you talking? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? Don't don't do it. Don't do it. I'm trying here. The angle just seems off, baby. It, it, it might be that I am just sitting too freaking close to the daggone screen because no, I'm trying like to it's work. pointing that way instead of straight. You put everything up today. That don't mean it has to stay in that same zip. No, I am. I can. All right. Now, look in the little box up there or down there. Is that where you want to eat, baby? Because it's really all about you. Good morning. My name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Like, 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 like. Like, 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 we're here. It's morning. We're ready. Are you ready? Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. And we day? are ready to go. You know, um, yesterday we had a great show. And awesome guests. Shout out once guests. again to Rex White. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, Rex How's White. How's our audio? Audio check. My mic sounds nice. Check one. And um, I'm Microphone gonna tell checker. But William and he's talking. Um, <clears throat> we had Rex White on yesterday, talking about relationships and dating. And he talked more about dating than he did about commitment yesterday, which I thought was really, really interesting. And I liked a lot of his perspectives, mm-hmm. especially his comments about um, uh, what do you call it? He calls it um, versus commitment, uh, hanging out versus commitment, hanging out versus commitment, just going on a date. Versus commitment. Good morning, Melissa. How you doing? Hey, Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. So let me me tell the impetus of how we got to today's topic, Bill and Melissa. Um, So we had that in my head. Last night I had a client and my client was telling me about his company's history. They believe it takes seven, eight, nine, ten 
tries before you get a chance to talk to someone at a company that you're trying to sell your services to. Mm. And I was like, whoa, I am not going to have you bound by your company's history, your company's traditionalism. <coughs> now, that's not even their sales cycle. That's just the, the talk. The, the yeah, that's before you even get to start your damn sales cycle. <laughs> so he was bound by his what they told him is the way it goes. This is how it goes. It's going to take you 10 tries before anybody will even talk to you. No, I'm not going to have you bound like that. So, but those two things in my head got me to thinking. So this morning, around five something this morning, I did a Google search uh -huh. about um, should women make the first move or should we be bound by the tradition that the man makes the first move? Okay. And then I started reading a bunch of different articles about should women make the initial play? And then I even did a Google search on what does the Bible say about dating? The Bible says very little about dating, but it does talk about commitment and marriage. When a man finds himself a wife, he finds a good thing. You know, it's better for two to all that kind of it's stuff about marriage and dating. I mean, marriage and commitment, but not about dating. OK, I talked to my cousin who's a pastor and I talked to um, my former pastor, um, Paul Anderson, and he was thinking Paul Anderson is staunch about this. He has a problem with people dating for the sport of dating. He don't think you should be dating just for the sport of dating. He thinks you should only be dating people that you would consider marrying. Yeah. If you wouldn't. How yeah. Old is he? Yeah. He's older than us, baby. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I know your opinion is different on that. And, and you're a pastor, too. And you have a right to your opinion. So with that being said, I asked my wife this morning, why do we have to be bound by the tradition of men have to always make the first move? And even got to the point where I read this one article, how men are trained to accept rejection and women are not. Yeah, I think those are two different topics that you're touching, but go ahead. Well, they, they're kind of close because men make the first move willing to take the rejection. They, they're willing to be vulnerable. I see the how they tie. Yeah. yeah, I see how they tie, but I don't know that they're the same thing or the same. I see how they go together. Good morning, Sabrina. Good morning, Sabrina. How are you, my sister? You're talking about uh, Lisa wants to call this show Should Every Day Be Sadie Hawkins Day. I wanted to call the show Should Women Make the First Move? So we compromised and we let her put whatever title she wants to put on it. That's how we compromise today. That's the way the compromises work around here. And he gets to say whatever he wants to say. That's the way the compromises work around here. Mm -hmm. So not being bound by tradition and all that. And then we start, my wife and I had a very spirited conversation this morning about this. Was it spirited? I thought it was very interesting. It was spirited, I guess. Yes, and interesting. Because we start talking about back in the days of the Bible, they didn't have online dating. And they didn't have swipe left and swipe right and the men had longer attention spans I and the know that they had longer attention spans. well the philosophies then were based upon the women that you see around you you had to kind of see her you know she had to be right around your hood you know she had to be in your neighborhood you had to see her occasionally yeah, yeah but i don't see how that had anything to do with the attention span because as soon as they saw something else they saw something else you're talking about stories like david and and, and seeing homegirls wife. any the men haven't changed of all of these <laughs> Oh what? God! They're the same. We going to that road then? No, we're not going down that road. Okay. It's just there's just more to choose. There's you're like you said, you're no longer bound to your village. 
Nope. Now you can go online and go sniffing around other people's villages. Which is what I think makes it worse. I think it's worse for men, particularly. You had some really, really take, good takes this morning. I think men nowadays take the avenue of least resistance. They take whatever's easiest. You know, just keep mm -hmm. it moving. The whole thing you was talking about how um, you were saying that um, I follow D.L. Hughley's philosophy. Yes. Yeah. And and then that's one interesting. I want you to say that this morning, too. Mm -hmm. But the other thing you was talking about was, um, <laughs> oh, man. Lord, let me keep my signal this morning. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about it this morning. And we want your opinion, too, Sabrina and, and William Brown. We want your opinion on 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 particularly we want to focus on mature over 40 okay and 50 and 60 and 70 even that's what i want to focus on how do you do it today yeah hell since uh some people are still dating in their 80s all yeah. the way on up to 80 on cynthia shout out to aunt cynthia. shout out on cynthia 80 and she still got her a bay <laughs> we're not gonna say any more about that because i don't want her calling me up busted at me she might <laughs> Traveling in the country. So oh, okay. Now, I don't know where she's going this well, I morning. I bet she's going to a college. She's probably going <laughs> to a college or she's going somewhere to be of service. Yes. Absolutely. I know she's going to be of service to somebody because that's what she do. And happy August month to you. Today is August the 1st. Yep. For those of you who have been twisted and tied and tossed to and fro from all of the magnetic energy from Mercury and retrograde. Just that released. was for the whole month of July. No, it was for the last week of July. Thank you very much with your smart ass. Okay, was you tossed and thrown for the last? No, month of July? because I know how to manage Mercury in, a, in retrograde, and I have. For I wasn't tossed around by it either, and I had no attention to it at all. Uh, you had no awareness of it. You don't know what it means, and you had no desire to know. But there were some moments in there where your energy was affected by it. That's called life. Mm -hmm. Everybody has moments. Okay. Okay. We don't have to agree. You don't have to believe everything I believe. Two I'm things not, can be true. I'm not gonna. So be over there and respect your space. Anyway, we was talking about. First off, we had great difficulty coming up with a title for today's show. No, we didn't. I did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I wanted to talk about: Should we be bound by traditionalisms? Or should does is it smarter? Now this is how I really launched off this morning. I said, wouldn't it be better if women did the choosing and made the first choice in relationship? And I had a great argument, and I spelled all my argument out, and my wife listened to the whole thing. She listened to the whole thing, did not interrupt me. And then she goes, "Are you asking my opinion?" I goes, "Yes." No, I don't think it's better. And then she had her great answers to that too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's better, but um, I definitely don't think it's better if women choose men. But I'm going to I'm going to make a clarification statement okay. to that. And okay. one is one is what I was what I was explaining to you right before the show is we were talking about the most famous uh, couple in the Bible or the most famous couple uh, example of woman get your man, which is Ruth and Ruth Boaz, Boaz, right? Yes. All everybody every every ministry with a singles ministry try to use women Ruth come and find your Boaz, come and find your Boaz. Don't mix him up with his cousin broke ass or his other cousin dumb ass yep. and don't accidentally uh get his uh great uncle whoop your ass so you want to make sure that you choose a boaz. a boaz right now 
that has lent some people to some misunderstanding about how that works. You almost wanted to use it to say the woman can choose the man, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. She didn't choose him. She chose the target and she allowed him to choose or find her. Nothing wrong with that, ladies. That's such a subtle difference there, a subtle tweak on it, the take of it. Okay. Um, I agree with your point. Mm -hmm. She didn't choose him. She didn't overtly choose mm -mm. him. She did inadvertently. She, she, not inadvertently. she didn't inadvertently. It was not very advertent. It was very deliberate. I mean, uh, she Naomi, didn't choose him. Naomi was serious about, look, look here, look here. We have a near auntie. kinsman. <laughs> we have a, that's right. And that's why everybody need a good auntie in their life. Get you a good auntie, auntie that know Naomi. how to pick the right Boaz that she don't mix him up with none of his kinfolk, broke ass, dumb ass, stupid ass, lazy ass, lazy ass, and whoop your ass. You don't want none of them, right? So, <laughs> Dr. Demp Dr. Deborah Dunstan, they heard. We heard what? Uh oh, what do we hear? We didn't hear nothing. Let us know what we what you really think we heard. Replay for sure in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Deborah Dunstan, they heard she must have had a conversation with Dr. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, William Brown, I am thinking this conversation is more about masculine and feminine energy. It has been a while, but I think who approaches first is about social norms and not gender. This is my point, Bill. Social norms. I was telling my wife that men are trained to deal with rejection more. You know, for example, when I was in the army, before I was considering a wife. I was clubbing a lot every weekend, three out of four weekend days. I'm in the club and it didn't even count to me until at least three women had turned me down. Okay. Excuse me. Would you like to take a dance? You want to dance with your boy? No, no I'm good. Not right now. Well, I don't feel like dancing right now. Okay. Which cool. means I think that there's some other guys here that might be better than you. Or that means this is the last chance I'm going to ask your ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm waiting for someone cuter than you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. You take it easy because I'm not asking your ass no more than I. So, <laughs> I'm going to go ask somebody else. Uh, she's she's related to Boaz to too. Down. Her name is Lonely Ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. No problem. But that's and okay. I would always be polite. Mm -hmm. I would still be smiling. No problem. No problem. That's it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> um. But three times, because I, it seemed like for me, my numbers work this way. The fourth one always said yes. Okay. Oh, Lord. We broke? We frozen? No, we're not. Yeah. No, we're not. They're typing. Oh. <laughs> the fourth one always says yes. So I got the first three out the way early. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You go, and sometimes one of the first three would say yes, which would skew my numbers off. But okay. But uh, You accept it? Yeah, I would accept it. The first one I asked, you go to <clears throat> real, 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 real pretty one, you know. Hey, sweetheart, you want to dance with me? Yeah, let's go. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, first of all, before we even move any further, what do you think about what he just said? What is that? How does that ring for you? Okay. The numbers, the yeah. whole numbers game. Yeah. This is young Brian, 18, 19, 20 years old, you know, in the clubs, 21 years old. Oh, my goodness. Did you really have that type of... um? mentality going into the but you weren't trying to find a relationship you were trying to find booty yeah booty the booty, booty. <laughs> booty. 
booty, booty. But you knew booty, you was gonna booty. win, though. You was gonna win. Though. <laughs> and then if you didn't have it that way, what you do is you you get out when the club closes. Uh huh. The women that stay to the end of the club. You get out there early, go outside early. You can pretty much collect anything on the street. Yeah, as they're, as they're and leaving the club, the parade. That is horrible. I was good at it too. As the parade comes out, you just take a hand. Oh, that is horrible. And get in my Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a Mustang? I did. A booty mobile? It was nice too. My Mustang had a huge sunroof. It was a uh, burgundy, and I had this. Oh my God, I was so corny and stupid. I spent money on the system, right? My mm -hmm. system was loud. And I had the word Mustang in large gold letters written down the side of my vehicle on both sides. Mm -hmm. Hey, Esteban. Good morning. Good morning. Good and I morning. Had black fur seats in the front. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was a booty mobile. A booty. <laughs> get in my car and like, ooh, this feels good. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> and Kuching. Don't you love PayPal pings? You're announcing that on the show. Yes. What you get, man? Uh, Brian, I think Bill says I think Brian's number game was starting his sales training career. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving the numbers. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it that way, Bill, but you're probably right. Maybe because I had every confidence. After a while, you see how the numbers work. So I was like, okay, I have to let the numbers work for me. I got to get these three out the way. And I can get my four yes. Well, the truth of the matter is you recognize patterns a lot in a lot of things. And yeah. that's really what that is, is patterns. Uh, the numbers game is being able to recognize patterns. That was actually one of the things that made me successful back in my troubleshooting uh, days as well, because I recognized systems and patterns really easily. Good morning, Dr. Deborah. Dr. Deborah, someone shouted you out earlier. That's right. And today's topic is should every day be Sadie Hawkins Day or should women make the first move? And we are talking about our famous or infamous Bible couple that so many of the single um, single ministries want to focus on, which is uh, Boaz, Ruth and Boaz. Now, we, as we're talking about this, should women make the first move or should every day be Sadie Hawkins Day? Is it wise for women to make the first move? What and all that kind of stuff. I really want to focus on people, couples over 40, yeah. men and women over 40. I have this story in my head. Grown ass. Grown ass. <laughs> I'm gonna have a ball with ass today. Well, fine, do your thing, passer. <laughs> it's AZ. <laughs> anyway, um, for years I worked in the gym business, and mm -hmm. in the gym I worked in, they had a, a big wet area, which included the hot tub, the heated swimming pool, the wet sauna, and the dry sauna. Okay, had all that stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Steam room. Mm -hmm. you call it? Mm -hmm. So, but there was a lot of old men that hung out in the wet area. Mm -hmm. And you hear these men talking, and these a lot of these men were single, and they were older. They were in their fifties and sixties mm -hmm. and forties, and they were still in the game. You know, they were still in the game, but none of them liked the game. Mm -hmm. They were still going to bars and clubs. They were still talking about women and all that kind of stuff. But they wished, man, I wish I ain't have to do this no more. I wish I could just have me one woman at the house, man. Yeah. But they wouldn't do what it took. To get one woman at the house. Absolutely. Now, the dating game is much like the networking game. So often we go out to these networking events and there is a kludge 
a collection of people with their business cards looking like they're waiting to do business for you and with you. And they're handing out those cards just like some of y'all are handing out cookies. But they're not making meaningful relationships. And if you want a more meaningful relationship for your network experience, then you need to join us. Wow. On First Friday, that's tomorrow, for First Friday Networking with the Empowerment Duo. We'll be hosting First Friday Networking tomorrow at the Advent Coworking Space, 933 Louise Avenue. And you can join us at 12 noon. It is free to register, but we just like to know that you're coming. If you click in the description box, wherever they put it on your screen, and go ahead and click the link and register for tomorrow's First Friday Networking. We would love to it see you. It like it's been a month since we have First Friday Networking, and I miss it. It has been a month. Yeah, we do it only on the first Friday every <laughs> month. <laughs> but it's fantastic networking. Uh, last last uh, networking was amazing. Absolutely. We had a, a, a full house. We had really, really interesting people there. And I expect the same thing to happen tomorrow. Absolutely. And we would love, love, love for you to also be there. So please join us. Now, back to this whole discussion of who asks who is that pretty much it yeah. who asks who yeah so again going back to the ruth, and wherever tangent it takes us that's yeah fine. so going back to the ruth naomi uh i mean the yeah the ruth naomi boaz experience or whatever um i think that that is a welcome way for connections to be made protect particularly mature connections particularly second generation or second relationship uh, connections, meaning that the, both people are of a certain age. Naomi and, uh, uh, and Boaz, or Ruth and Boaz were both grown, right? Um, they both have been in previous relationships. We assume Boaz because of his age, but we know Ruth because her husband was Naomi's son who died, right? So we know that they are both at least of a certain age. Now, Dr. Devers says she tried to register, but it says sales ended. But she's oh, going to be there anyway. But she's going to be there. Be anyway. there. I'll check it. Maybe um, my admin forgot you know, to change the date. While, uh, if you want to check that, you can. But yes. while you were saying that, I, I'm embarrassed by, by the fact I never considered that Ruth chose him until you said it. Yeah. Well, she was instructed to choose him. See, because she followed Naomi. Yeah. I thought it was just to do whatever Naomi said. Yeah. yeah she Well, she chose to do what Naomi said. And Naomi chose him. Okay. Naomi said, wait, you done come with me. You cute. I got to get somebody to take care of us. Let's be strategic about this. We want to find someone that is a near kinsman. Now understand that that near kinsman was critical as well. There was a kinsman in between Boaz and, um, and Naomi that could have taken up the responsibility of husbandship. But, but Boaz knew he was aware of that. And he went and he made sure he gave him the opportunity to have her first. Okay. So the what what Naomi did was she selected, she selected a man who would take care of Ruth. And since Ruth was was close to her, would also take care of her, that had means. And then he instru she instructed Ruth on how to make herself um, found by him. And then that last part where she kind of made it so that if he was a good man, he would have to take the next step, which was being in the barn and putting her, you know, under his feet and all of that. That's a whole separate part of the story. I don't know if we're going to get into that. That was a little Look, tricky. Ruth, going that was out a little there tricky. Field, going out there in the field and shake your butt while you work and stuff. 
Make sure he sees you. <laughs> Make sure that he sees you working. Why was that important? Hey, shake your. Hey, she didn't say shake your groove thing. I just got a gig. Good, babe. Speaking engagement August the tenth. Bam. Awesome. So I got money, and he got a gig, which means I got money, and there you go. <laughs> So, yeah, so what do you think so far about what I have said about Ruth and Boaz and Naomi? I'm curious as to your opinions on but, that. But is it not wiser for the woman to choose the man? So is we're going to get wiser? into that because I'm going to tell you why. Now, in this case, she chose him by positioning herself, but she allowed him to choose her by letting him find her and make the first move. Benjamin Franklin had this list of a book, but it was it was a book, but it was actually a list of things. It was called Why Older Women, Why Men Should Marry Older Women. Why Men Should Marry Older Women? Yes. Okay. Why Men Should Marry Older Women. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was a list of things in there. You know, like when women um to be, when women become less handsome, they become more good. Is one of the things he said. Okay. Well, hold on. Let me catch up these okay. comments, and I definitely hold that thought because I, I want it, you to repeat it. it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Dr. Deborah says, yes, Naomi was intentional in what she was doing. You have to make yourself available to be found. Now, I that's a critical. How she said it, too. I love available it. to be found, but make sure that you're being found in the right places right. because that's going to determine the quality of person that finds you. Disclaimer, this is not a relationship course. We are not trying to help you to get in a relationship. We're just sharing with you our We're observations. Talking. We're talking. Okay, your opinion is as important as ours. We are not dug in on ours. You are welcome to give us your opinion and we'll chop it up together. Okay, Melissa Price. Go ahead. Good morning, sis. This is a testimony. The testimony. She says, Good morning, sis. Replying to Dr. Deborah, I got to start your book last night and let me just say that introduction moved me to tears. Melissa, the ABCs can move you to tears. <laughs> but go ahead, baby. But we love you anyway. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for writing this book. I already told my mom she's gonna have a copy heading her way this weekend. Two I books, love two books, Melissa. Two books, two books. I love Melissa. Amen. I love her family. I love her mama. I and hearts on it, on it. And we love all of your tears too, Melissa. Um, so Bill says, I currently believe that I that an underlying issue is we have a hard time communicating what we want, so we play the game. Okay. Playing your game, baby. <laughs> your game, babe. <laughs> Just you and me. Okay. Barry White, y'all. Barry White, y'all. You start, you stop. Anyway, uh, I, love Brown. Barry White. I got money. You got a gig. So I got money. Ha ha. That's, <laughs> That's right. That's the way it works. Melissa Price. Uh, Deborah Dunstan replied to Melissa Price. Melissa Price, you are so sweet. So happy that you are finding my book a blessing. And yeah, Melissa, <laughs> acknowledging. You know I'm a water. Acknowledging. <laughs> yes, we know. Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby. What's good? What's good? Good. So now go back to your comment that you were trying to make before. Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. Why should men marry older women? First thing he says was when women become a little less handsome, they work on becoming more good. Okay. When they become less okay. handsome, they focus on being more good. Wow. Okay. You know, the cute 21 year old is no good. Okay. She's no good at all. 
Okay, she has no. I'm beautiful. Yeah, she's a rainbow fish. Jamie Foxx told the story <laughs> when he first started making money because he liked big girls. He said, "I like big." But when he, he started making, he real used money, to like big right, girls. He He's married to, to um, uh, what's his name's ex-wife? Um, Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Now I don't know that, but I do know he went to just strictly sticks after a while. Okay, but um, he said when he started making real money, and then he would find himself dating the pretty girls. He said he took a pretty girl to the cookout one time, and uh, he she said, "I want some food." He says, "Well, the food is over there." <laughs> and she goes, "Well, how am I get it? <laughs> what do you mean, how are you going to get it at the cookout?" She was waiting for someone to come and serve her. What the hell? You gonna walk your boat <laughs> out over there to the cookout food, or you gonna stay hungry? It's over there. What the hell? <laughs> But Uncle Bobby is at phase on his way back to NYC. You is a jet setter. Oh, we should have waited till you good got on morning. Renee before we start talking about this. Should women make the first move? Uh Yvette Goodridge. Good morning, King and Queen. It is hot in Boston. All this week I have a testimony doing my own business, uh selling my products. Chronic killer air freshener. Awesome, right awesome. It's awesome to be Lisa partnered Cleveland. up with their market. Should dude. women make the first move? Sticks, <laughs> Brian. Um, but also Ben Franklin says, and this is what I thought was the coolest line about why men should marry older women. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He says, as with all upright standing animals, the bodies deteriorate from the top down. Mm. Whereas the head might be showing signs of age, the lower you go on the body the more youthfulness is retained. So this could be showing cotton and gray, but you get younger and younger and younger, the lower you get. And by the time you get down to here, that could still be really, really young. That's what Ben Franklin said a hundred years ago. Oh, you already at New York, uh, in New York, you had O'Hare. That's in Chicago. That's Chicago. You're already at the um, airport, you had O'Hare. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was a spell a spelling correction phase was spelling. It okay. should have been O'Hare. Okay, okay, I see you. Yes, I see you, Mr. Luxuriating at the hotel. Luxuriating, luxuriating. We're gonna Bobby. call you the luxuriating Uncle Bobby. For Take real. to the sky on a natural. Can't do it like Uncle Bobby. Take to the sky on a natural. Uncle Bobby can hit the high notes. Loving you until the day I die. Well, Dr. Renee says, depends on the woman and the man. Renee, I think the more I talk about it, baby, I'm going back to my original thought. That because you had kind of got me off of that. Mm -hmm. Is it smarter for the woman to do the choosing than for the man to do the choosing? <laughs> you had this whole thing about um, uh, uh, it's better if the man wants the woman more. Yes, the, your DL Hughley philosophy. Yes, my DL Hughley philosophy. DL Hughley says that he loves him and his wife love each other equally, but he loves each loves her just a little bit more. And that's the way that it needed to be. <laughs> Bill says, wasn't Ben single? <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing writing about that? <laughs> and so I think that... Um, I think he was, Bill, yes. Uh, Lisa Cleveland says, I think it's good to show yourself to a prospective mate, start a conversation, but sh allow him to ask you out. See, that's that is my philosophy. That's traditional. You but should be, it could be whatever. But you should want. we be bound by that? You don't have to be bound for it. I'm saying, do you? You can do all of you. Do whatever you want. But what I'm saying is, here's the problem in my mind, and this was based on my own experiences with a woman pursuing a man versus 
the power is not on, versus a man pursuing a woman. Now, those may be two different things. What we're talking about is asking somebody out and pursuing them. I think I'm of the opinion um, that a woman saying, hey, I find you interesting. I would like to go to dinner with you. No, I'm not doing that. You're not doing that. That's not good at all. No. Now, now I'm going to give you the caveat for that. And I told you this earlier. I don't know if you want to hear me say it now. Go ahead. But um, so yesterday the topic came up. What about if you're horny, right? What We're about lonely. if you? No, not lonely. I'm not. This does not apply to lonely. Lonely is a state of mind. So horny is a physiological okay, experience. All right. Okay. Lonely is a state of mind. Fixed lonely within yourself. Horny, don't tell none of the pastors that I know. Don't tell none of the bishops that I, I know. Don't say tell this. horny, fix that discreetly, but do not fix it with someone that you want to be in a relationship with. All right. Now you I cleaned it up as well as I could. Maintenance man. Yes. I'm just saying, ladies, don't make decisions, don't make permanent decisions based on temporary conditions okay horny is a temporary condition so you're saying i look say whatever you want i said I'm take saying, it to the priest the preacher saying, take it to god i don't i'm just telling horny, you uh-huh you think she should get some but don't get some from somebody that you want to be in a relationship with i know it sounds hard so go get um the ancient guy <laughs> Yeah. Go a couple of towns over. There's a there's a female comedian, a big girl. She was talking about. Oh, I can't believe I said it out said, loud. But she I said had this. To say she said, um, "The very best you're gonna get is from the man that ain't shit. Okay, the one that don't have a job, don't have a car, and sit at home PlayStation all day long, and, and he needs a place to crash. He needs a place to crash. <laughs> no, you he's, don't want him because he's he, gonna blow your back out. Yeah, because, but no, because <laughs> that's his only job. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't oh, got no, 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 you, yes. Okay, so I got comments to catch up. Um, There's no more comments. Yeah, okay, so, so Sabrina's listening. Okay. <laughs> Renee said, yes, Lisa, the men need to love us just a little bit more. Sabrina, I mean, Melissa, replying to, um, to Angela Renee Simpson. She says, amen. Uh, Sabrina saying, hmm, I don't know if that was before or after my comment. Dr. Deborah says, that is so wise, Lisa. Don't tell my bishop. Thank you, Jesus. Don't Dr. tell my Deborah, bishop. Dr. Deborah, you co-signing that? <laughs> I am surprised. Now, this is grown people. We are again talking about I grown people. I am surprised. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm that. sorry. We're talking about grown people. And to thine own self, be true. If this doesn't sit well with you, don't do it. Keep your cookies. Rock in the seat. Get a toy. Whatever you want to do. But what rock I'm telling you... Seat? Yes, rocking your seat. <laughs> what I'm telling you is that um, and Angela Renee Simpson says you can fix horny on all on your own. There's equipment for that. There's a different kind of horny that that thing can't scratch. It, it's, it's, it the, ain't got no legs. And the equipment can't smack it. No. So. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm saying. If and the it, equipment can't grab your hair. No. And this goes for men, too. This goes for men, too, because sexual mutation, sexual Transmutation is a real thing. And while that thing is heightened and it's the only thing that you can focus on, it's distracting you from everything. You don't make good decisions during that time. You need to go fix it. Fix it, fix it, fix it, but fix it safely, discreetly, 
and don't tell my bishop I gave you yeah, this, this. Get off. This, don't, you don't come off your pedestal. Don't. You yeah. You gotta stay, keep your crown. Keep your crown. Um, Hold your crown in place. Sexual transmutation. This is a real quick talk about that. What sexual transmutation is a wonderful tool. Okay. If you go about your business with the same energy that you would have normally have used in the pursuit of sex, if you transmute that energy that you would normally have put in the pursuit of sex into a creative project or business project, you can get it done better. Transmuting that energy. But at the height, the highest vortex of hauntiness, you 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 got to get it smacked, scratched, or whatever the case might be. And this is again, this is for grown folks. I'm not talking to the young people. I'm not talking to people with with with. Ooh, look at Lisa I'm Fleming. talking about older people. This is a pastor as well. Yes. I didn't know that. So we got three pastors on here today. Yes, yes. And they're all agreeing. Lisa <laughs> Cleveland says. Bill says go a couple of towns over. Yikes. <laughs> Lisa Cleveland, a man knows what he wants. If you have to ask him to come, you'll have to ask Whoop! him to stay. You better tell it. I like to be courted and chased. I'm going to give everything once. I'm caught, so he needs to be worthy he of needs it. To, I want to add in that he needs to stay worthy of it. If you have to ask him to come, you'll have to ask, ask him, him to stay. stay. And that's exactly it. Now, making yourself present, uh, bull, right? That's positioning and posture. Findable. You mean he's not just going to come to the house? <laughs> you get someone that comes to the house. You can get the uh, maintenance man, the handyman, and the lawn care man to come to the house. Uncle Bobby said, Lisa Cleveland, you are so right. There's nothing like the thrill of the chase. Getting there is half the fun. I like the chase, you know, myself. So he still got a chase, honey. I'm a hunter, you know. Every day. I'm a Sagittarius. I like, and I don't begrudge that either. Mm -hmm. I don't begrudge that I have to, I have to continually sell my wife for the rest of my life. Every day. Okay. So that's fine. Um, Yvette says, my friend do not know how to treat me right at all. What do you think? And that's why I left him. Well, I don't. It doesn't matter what I think anymore. You already left him. And it's a two-way street. Makes sense. It's always a two-way street. Woo, Doctor Deborah, you are sharing this morning. Everyone you lay down with, this is Doctor Deborah Dunstan. Everyone you lay down with are not relationship material, and not as in all caps. Separate your expectations. By the way, make sure that you take care of those yonis, yonis and, and soul ties. ties. LOL. Absolutely. Doctor Absolutely. Deborah. My gosh. Clutching your pearls. Dr. Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Grown Folk TV now. This is not, this is only for the second I can't people. believe that you would say everything you lay down with. <laughs> High five from Sabrina to Lisa Cleveland. High five. She is agreeing wow. with you, my sister. In all caps. In all the caps that she got. <laughs> she ain't got no more caps. She give you caps and exclamation point them. Everything. Lisa Cleveland, men are hunters and predators. That's right. You need to know which one he is. Hunter oh, that's or predator. Ideal point. You need to be able to distinguish between the two. Let me say hunters, they want to plan it out. <clears throat> and they want to plot it out. And then they want to go out and capture and then eat what they kill. That's a hunter. They want to think it out. They want to outsmart the prey. A predator is going to eat whatever he catches, whatever happens along. That's right. Now, uh, we got some knowledge on here. Now, I, I personally believe that this is for the grown people. If you think that somebody needs to be on here to hear some of this, I think some of these 35, 37-year-old women, friends of ours, need to be hearing some of this, but we are really talking to the grown people. So if you think they should be here, I, I encourage you to 
invite them. But Lisa Cleveland says that if he does nothing to get you, he will do nothing to keep you. And please understand that that is the truest statement that exists. If he does nothing to get you, he going to do nothing to keep you. And that's for real. William Brown's got his pearls are clutched as well. That's on life. That's on life. <laughs> pearls are clenched. Your pearls are clenched too, Bill. Cynthia Murray, good morning to Hey, you. Amanda. Good morning, Amanda. And amen from Yvette to Lisa. Lisa Cleveland, you are getting a lot of amens and high fives absolutely, this morning, <laughs> Absolutely. It's truisms. We know what we're talking about here. We know what we're talking about. And um, it just, it is what it is. So positioning and posture, but then allow Boaz to do the picking. Okay. So let's say it's a 45-year-old woman, mm-hmm. not married. Not married. Still got looks. Well, we're only talking about not married people. Right. This 45-year-old woman, not married, she still got her looks. Mm-hmm. She got her stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. She desires to have a mate in her life. Mm-hmm. Should Good morning, she Cynthia. wait until someone approaches her or should she hunt herself so stop you you i think you're missing you missed everything maybe i missed it again so naomi and ruth were hunting honey they were hunting husband they were just bait and wait they did not say i'm here i'm here pick me i want to take you out let's go no bait and wait positioning and posture is what they did she selected Boaz specifically from her lineage as one who could sustain them both. They had other cousins, cousins, nephews, them. She but he, chose. But he had Luke. He had. He had. He was worthy of being made it. Okay. That's yeah. right. That's right, Cynthia. On life. That's on life. Um, uh, Lisa Cleveland. I'm a marriage counselor, and I teach singles. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. 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 We so gotta, we gotta do something with Lisa. So, so absolutely. So understand that I, so here's, I'm trying to use an example without using a person because the person is on the show and I don't, I don't want to use their example unless, (laughs) unless they get permission. So in now there's nothing wrong with having been chosen, having been selected now, having your intentions made known. There's nothing wrong with that. But he still did the choosing. You can push him along because sometimes y'all need pushing along. Why but are you looking at me? You didn't need it. <laughs> I'm just, you're a man. That's why you're a man. Um, sometimes Bill said the truth, have, hurts, truth first hurts, then it sets you free. <laughs> sometimes the woman has to push it along. Yes. Okay. So she had to position and posture. Look, are you going to do this or not? Are we doing this? Yes. Are we doing this? <laughs> What are we doing? What are we doing here? here? Angela Renee Simpsons. I am agreeing with all being said, but I can't be bothered with scratching that itch with just any man. I could get that anywhere and I need him to be worthy of cookie. As you said, Lisa, stay worthy. Yes. Oh no, I'm not saying any man. I'm not telling you to go out, you know, tossing cookies everywhere, but there is a time when those things just won't do. And if you can sustain, sustain. If that's you, good. But if it is interrupting your work, your life, your everything, 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 then be, then manage it is what I'm saying. Manage it. 
manage your decision to be scratched. Since then, I never got married. And thank God I'm not getting married till I find the right person for me. By God, I pray every day to get a man in my life. So again, we're going to go back to positioning and posture. You know, are um, you waiting for a man in your life in your house? Are you waiting for a man in your life and you never get dressed up and you never go outside of your house and you never go anywhere where their men are and you are never working on you? Now, this is how I feel about dating. I feel that you need to be working on you and doing something that you love to advance yourself independently of finding a man or a mate. And it has to be outside of your house in public. I saw a woman preaching and give a sermon talking about how she wanted a man. Okay, mm -hmm. and she was telling the sermon like how she makes up the bed with his side of the bed yeah. a certain way. You know, were you there? Yeah, th there's a lot of that making okay. the two dishes, the two plates. He can't see that. That's between you and God. <laughs> all of that's fine. Do all of that if you want to yes. do that. Do that. He doesn't see that. That's you, your mindset, and your relationship with God. That right there is conditioning you to attract the energy that you want. All of that is fine. That's not going to bring him to you if you're hiding in the house. I just have to reiterate that. Yeah. You have to get out of the house in your best posture and in the best position. I now, my pastor, I'm, I'm going to tell, with what you, just said. I'm I'm tell you, my too. pastor uh, used to tell the single women that when they go grocery shopping to be dressed properly and not to use the grocery store closest to their homes, this is an old pastor go, but use the grocery store in the neighborhood that they want to live in and to spend some time shopping to be found observant of those that are shopping around him. Cause you can tell a single man shopping. Now I don't particularly believe that that is the way cause I don't want the only connection to my mate to be food because I'm more than just a good cook. So I'm more than that, but it just goes back to how you behave when you are in the public and choosing the space. The reason why I brought that up was choosing the place where you want to be found. If you are found in the club, in the hood, like you don't find, You're not gonna find the right sharks yeah. in the pond. You, you find sharks in the ocean. That's so right. you have to go to where the type of person that you would be willing to accept in your life to it's who gonna is going to be, who's going to be. Pastor Lisa Cleveland. Just so these women know, Boaz died within the year after their marriage. Mm -hmm. The purpose of that marriage was to bring the wealth back into the bloodline, not so she could have a man. Purpose for a relationship overrides pleasure and provisions. I'm going to read that sentence again. Purpose for a relationship overrides pleasure and provisions. So understand purpose for a relationship before you get into one. Absolutely. Because long term, short term, and otherwise needs to be clear. And that says, amen. And Tina Miles, miles ahead. She says, I can have a man easily, but I want God's man for me. Until then, my position and posture is to God. Now, I, and I'm going to say this, and you may not like it, okay? I'm All of my single, beautiful, holy sisters that I love, and I am one too. I am, a, I am a married holy sister, but I was at once a single holy sister. And I also have brothers. And here's what my brothers have shared with me. They have shared with me that some of the women who say they want a man are giving off marriage 
pheromones, married to God pheromones, married to somebody else pheromones. They can't always tell they're that it's free. married to God. It's they're not available, yeah, right? They, they're not available. Those pheromones are not showing that they're available. I am not telling you to be willy nilly hither and yon. I am telling you that if you do not position yourself as someone who is willing to entertain relationship, guess what you won't attract? Relationship. Relationship. I think Tina Miles is a good example because we know that she is not just sitting at home. She actively is networking. Mm -hmm. She's actively golfing. Mm -hmm. She's actively going to events and she's rubbing elbows with some great people. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think she's put herself in position. Mm -hmm. She's rubbing elbows with some smart, successful people. Absolutely. And I think that that's a very smart thing to do. That good. says, true that Tina Miles <laughs> and Dr. Dr. Deborah. Deborah says, I agree I with the so purpose agree. for a relationship. Absolutely. Now, I agree too. I had a lady tell me one time that she doesn't believe people marry for love anymore. She thinks people marry for convenience and money savings. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what she believes. You know, why Some should we, people. why should we have two rents? We can live together and pay one rent. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, help me with these bills. You know, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my bill? Can you pay, pay my, my telephone bill? bill? Can you pay, pay my, my automobile? through no romance without finance no romance that has nothing to do with love finance. none of those things have anything to do with love nothing from nothing leaves nothing you got to have something if you want to be with me oh life i almost want to say it again but every time i say it you blow up on me lisa <laughs> Yeah, girl, I said this twice today at the show. Lisa's blown up twice. What, babe? I don't want you to blow up again. Okay, no uh, blow. Woosah. I won't blow up. Go ahead. Oh, she's blown up twice. Go ahead, baby. I'm starting to lean to the wisdom of the woman choosing and even making the initial date. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can. Um, have I had an experience. I dated this woman for maybe a year. And, um, the way it happened, she initiated it. Mm -hmm. Okay, she was. Uh, I was went to a country club, a little country. I was in the army, uh -huh. and I drove an hour to go to this little hole in wall club with my cousin Earl. Okay, and uh, Will Earl, yeah, my cousin Earl. Mm -hmm. Now this is Will Earl, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so, and I was way overdressed for the party. It was out in a little hole in wall, but I had on fly clothes. I was clearly the overdressed, and uh, I danced with one girl. And that was fine. And then after I danced with her, a beautiful chocolate sister come up to me with dark eyes. She goes, um, don't dance with that girl anymore. And I was like, what? She goes, don't dance with her anymore. I was like, well, why not? She goes, she's not the right woman for you. Mm. I was like, really? And I'm, I'm intrigued and I'm kind of like smiling. Okay, so who's the right woman for you? I'm the right woman for you. Okay. Her name was Kathy Williams is what it was. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So Lisa Cleveland says, I have never had a problem getting a man's attention because a good man is attracted to a woman who is whole and happy. I don't look and act needy or desperate. So he has to bring his A game. Absolutely. I completely agree. Cynthia Murray is laughing with tears coming out of her eyes. Arthur Lynette, good morning. She says, some people believe it and it works for them. Absolutely. That's what I, to thine own self be true. That's always my mantra. Uh, Precious, hey, Precious, make an appearance. Rondell says, all the, that all the time, new generation women are not looking for love. They're looking for help. Yeah, 
Rondo says that all the time. New generation women are not looking for love. They're looking for help. You better say it, Renee. Angela Renee Simpson says the men are real silent right now. I'm sitting right here talking. Where, where you, you talking at, about? Ja and Billy Ja's and William? Mm-hmm. I wish Ja was here. Where y'all at? Ron is on now. Rondell, you got something to say? You got something to say? Jump in. Jump in. Should every day be Sadie Hawkins Day or? Should the woman choose? Should the woman make the first move? And I'm thinking that there is some wisdom today. You know, I was looking at some of the stuff that uh, Renee said. Uh, Eat know, the meat and spit out the bone, right? Renee so whatever works for you, she whatever agrees you want. always being said, but she just can't get with <clears> any man. So I'm thinking Renee needs to pick the guy. Look at what she said, baby. Look. That does that those two things don't go together. They do two go together. They go together wonderfully. Okay. Just because you're not gonna get with any man doesn't mean that you pick the guy and okay, no. look, it's 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 a sales analogy too. If you don't choose the guy, you're operating what's called low probability selling. You're not asking for what you want. You're hoping that the guy will figure it out on their own. Wait, 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 before you jump in there, look at what just happened here. I stumbled across it. This is what's going on. And this is why I'm having a challenge with it and why I'm thinking it might be wiser for women to choose. Most of the time, people don't know how to sell well because they spend all their time talking about what they have and what they do, and they showcase what they have and what they do. I'm a great woman, and I'm active in my church, and I have my own job, my own car, my own blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm awesome at this. Okay, look at me and all that kind of stuff. They don't say that in words, but it's what they're showcasing. But they never say, would you like to have dinner with me? They never ask for what they want. So what happens is by never asking, by never asking, you're operating what's called low probability selling. That means you are hoping that the man will recognize this good thing and that he'll say, hey, can I buy this? Okay, that's hoping. That's low probability selling. It can happen, but the percentages are much higher when after you showcase what you have, you recognize that he sees what you have and you say, will you give this a try? Basically. Okay. Uh, Ron Paulin says, bust it open. Hot girl, summer women are going late, going crazy. <laughs> Tina says, I believe the woman should choose because we know what we want. And Precious says, I believe if you can get to the place where you are looking for legacy, you can grow through the process. Make sure you guys are on the same highway because they are about to become your journey buddy. Know the journey you are on and you won't have to change cars as much. Love it. But Tina Miles is agreeing with what I just said. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I hear you. I don't. So what I'm saying to you is I'm not disagreeing. I'm talking more about the pursuit. I'm I'm not disagreeing. I'm talking. I'm saying positioning and posture is the woman's job. The, but she has already chosen. Now I, maybe this is what you're missing. She's already chosen. He was already chosen. In this example that we're doing with Boaz, Boaz was already chosen. So to match what you're saying, she chose him. Not audibly. It don't worry about that yet. That's the point. The point is she chose him. She chose the target, and then she dangled the bait. And then she set up the situation so that she could win. She did all those moves. She did it all. She did all of the choosing, but it was not overt because I don't think that a man wants something that he can find that he that is going to pursue after him. She was strategic about her choosing. You know why it works? 
because so few women will do that. Yeah, it does. It gave, ain't gonna work for long. If I just I'm, gave you the example. No, you, you gave me a, a, an example of of what I can make up an example. I'm a storyteller, but that's not that doesn't mean that it's applicable. Right. I'm saying that men don't keep things that they don't have to find, that they don't have to work to get. They don't keep wow. them. You've never been a man before. I've seen a man and I've been with men. <laughs> okay, that's all. No, but that, but so that's the vantage point that I can speak that's to true. as a woman. But I am a man. You're, yeah. You are a man. How and many women have you, have? how many times have you been a woman? Never, but I know it's refreshing and I know it works. What's For refreshing? Me, when a woman says, hey, can you, um, Brian, I'm interested. Okay, and how many of those women did you marry? None. Right. Okay, but I hung out with them. Yeah, and that and see that's the whole point. We're not talking about right. hanging out. Well, we need to talk about no, hanging out. No, yes, we do. Women can hang out. First of all, you can hang out on your stoop. You ain't even gotta leave your house. You can find somebody to sit on the stoop with you. Right. If you're talking mm -hmm. about going on a life journey with someone who is compatible with you, that will I will shoulder with you, that I will take Vets care of you. Talks about how we never covered this the beginning part. We're always going right to the commitment. William Brown, Mary William thinks this is an interesting conversation that I'm looking looking to frame it as a sales conversation and not women. I just think I did. You go low Who's probability versus um yeah uh, asking for what you want. Mm -hmm. Renee Simpson says, uh, no, I am not going to scratch that itch with any man. Women always in all caps Thank do the you. choosing. Absolutely. Women always do the always choosing. Always do the choosing. We get to say no. Whether the man approaches her or she approaches That's him. That's right. Women, I don't know about that. Women always do the choosing thing. Okay. You don't get to choose. You get to pick. You don't get to choose. Uh, my thought is that I don't give God the responsibility of finding me a mate. He said that he would give me the desires of my heart. First, I need to know what I want. That's where purpose in the relationship comes in. And then ask God's help in getting it. Therefore, if it goes wrong, I can't blame God. <laughs> uh, Rondell asked question, was the man made for woman or the woman made for man? The woman was made for the man. Mm -hmm. The woman was made, for, the boy needs help. Let me lay him out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the boy needs help. That's Absolutely. why she was made. Absolutely. I don't understand what your what that leads up to, but yes. Um, Melissa replying to Dr. Deborah, I agree. He did give us free will and choice and he places those desires in our hearts. So finding out what your true desires are is so important to making the right choice. Lisa Cleveland says, look to God for help and look to man for love. I think we try to find ourselves wow. in others instead of within. Nobody should bear the burden of your life. No one, nobody should have to bear the, to, nobody should bear the, the burden, burden of many your life work. You are responsible for that. He can enjoy mm. the journey and be a part of the process of that foundation so that so that why you need to be equally yoked so you are on the same page about what your purpose is and are willing to make the sacrifices to together fulfill, to, to fulfill, fulfill the, the purpose, purpose of, of the relationship. relationship. Lisa Cleveland has been dropping bombs. Absolutely. The first line she said that look to God for help and look to man for love. Brother Rondell says he don't think people marry for love anymore. He thinks they marry for help. They're looking for help, not mm -hmm. looking for love. Melissa replying to Ron. Yes, we re replying to Ron. We were created for each other equally. Yes. Well, no. no. <laughs> I, I wish I could say yes, but no. <laughs> Renee Simpson, how do you think you got your wife? In all caps. <laughs> in all caps again, she chose you. <laughs> She was the sight grip, no, sight rep hunter tracking you like the prey. 
<laughs> Rondell replying to himself, uh, replying to Melissa. No, I don't think so. The man was here and put him and God put him to sleep. I put in God, he missed that, uh, to sleep to create a helpmate. So in essence, the woman was made for the man. From the man, for the man. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, applauding Melissa to Lisa Cleveland. Uh, the language of bait or target is not appealing to me as a man. If I get to pick, I don't want to feel tricked. Yes, I know. Is it's that language. Tricked? Those are connotations. Those are those those words do have negative connotations associated with them. But I mean, a pretty flower is bait to a bee. It just is. Yeah. It just is. It's um, not. Why it's would not she do her hair? Setting it up. Why would yeah. she do her hair? Why would she put on makeup? Why would she put on nice clothes? All and a that. target is meaning selecting someone that is that is worthy of sharing life or space with you. Precious Pauline, yes, if we don't want you, the answer is no. Right. So we do always, we get, always to get to choose. Really. The problem is we don't stay accountable to the lesson in acknowledging we made the choice. That's right. So we have to do some personal work in order to choose differently next the time. next time. Ooh. Hello. Okay. Uh, Lisa Cleveland, Naomi was mentored by a wise older woman who used God to fulfill the purpose for the family. Her example is not a great example for going after men. I don't disagree, but it is the number one prime example that we use in the church everywhere about getting a mate and everybody is waiting on a Boaz. Um, and that's the wrong thing. And it is waiting wrong. on Boaz is not the move. They no, didn't wait. They, she didn't wait. You didn't wait on they Boaz. They plotted and planned. Right. Ron Paul, in my opinion, is that is that all, all, all the, the woman women, has to do is create who she is and we will find you. Okay. Create who you are, become who you are, and be but able to be found. Be able to be found. Yeah, right. be able to be found. Um and precious falling, and we have birthed them ever since. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they gotta go, gotta teach. Go. See you tomorrow. We love you. We She's love gotta you. Go teach. We gotta go. It's nine fifty nine. Wow. Time Once flies when go you back are having and read that fun. Part the scripture. Once you mentioned that, I remember that. But she not as clearly as I should. So thank you. And I have me some afternoon reading. <laughs> and we are getting ready to close up the show. Make sure you got all the comments caught up while I get this positioned, if you don't mind. Oh yeah, that's the last comment there. Why you pull that up? Mm -hmm. uh, one more, Dr. Deborah. Truth, do your personal work first. This has gone by very, very fast this hour. I feel like we just started talking, but I'm glad it's over. We got now we get to go to work. Today is Thursday, my lucky day of the week. Okay, we're gonna go to work. Um, be pulling a thing. I am, babe. All right, cool. I am. I am. This is a really cool conversation. We need to have it again with uh, maybe a panel. Lisa Cleveland, Rex White. That would be cool, right, guys? I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And I'm still Brian Keith McNeil. And this has been Let's Talk About It on ESPTV7, on the SIBN Network, iHeart, iTunes, and right here on Facebook Live. And remember that your life is not a scrimmage or a practice game. There is no Martyrs Hall of Fame. Time this feaster takes its toll. And for all of us, every day really is the Super Bowl. So God bless you and go forward and live your Super Bowl life today. And remember that you have been blessed by the blessor to be a blessing. Permission to be amazing is granted. And today is as good a day as any. So you might as well have sex. I'm going to try to read this real quick. Ron Paul, an example, you need to carry yourself a certain way. If my first impression of you is I want to hit that, then that's as far as my thought process uh, about you goes. Or if you 
if I see you and say, wow, who is this woman? Makes me want to know you, want, want, want more from you. Positioning that, and posture. That's fun and going too fast when we talked about men's. Listen, Price, now go have sex, but make the right choices. <laughs> Amen. Go have sex. I am. Yes. 